Oh, poop. Yeah. yeah. They have something on Switch, but it's not Monster Hunter World. Hey, are we set up? Uh, oh, sh- I'm no. <laughs> what time All is right. it? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> this will be fine. I got uh, distracted. Oh, I'll crap. hit the start streaming button and see how it goes. Sound now. Whoa! Hey. Oh. Hang on. Whoa! There we go. Yeah. We got sound. Got desktop audio coming in. Hey, hey, that's good. You got what? Desktop audio. Maybe that'll be a good thing. Maybe I don't need that today. Let's, so let's mute. Uh, hold on. Let me mute that real quick. How are we sounding there, Pam? <clears throat> like we need more bourbon? I agree. It's <laughs> always the answer. Though I've been drinking a lot of gin lately. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, it's really good in tea. I'm coming out of gin. I've been doing a lot of Caesars, so vodka lately. Yeah, I don't drink Caesars. Morning, Kendall. Do you do uh, tomato or clam? Clam. You're a monster. No, it's delicious. Clam's so gross. <laughs> so <laughs> gross. <laughs> Although I think tomato juice is also gross. Sounds like anyway. So recently I bought, um, on Wednesday, I bought Monster Hunter World on PlayStation 4. And I wasn't sure. I took a bit of a flyer on it. Because uh, it's, generally speaking, like, on the surface, not a game I would normally think I would enjoy. And I don't really know why I bought it, to be totally honest with you. Okay. Um, like, I think it's because I like, what are they called, the kaiju movies with, like, the giant monsters. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love giant monsters, right? So uh, it was like... Yeah, uh, Pacific Rim. <laughs> I actually haven't watched Pacific Rim. Oh, the first one's so good. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. I watched the second one. I watched Pacific Rim too. Did you? Yeah. Was it good? Did you enjoy uh, well, it? Well, I hadn't seen the first one. Uh, it was okay. Like, I thought it was fine. Uh, I know people... Right. I, I, was, I went with one person who hated it, and two other people also really enjoyed it. So, three out of the four of us liked it. I feel like... Yeah, I feel like you... Like, I thought it was good. And I've, I always, I've always sort of meant to watch Pacific Rim, but I when it first came out, it got a bunch of really terrible reviews, and I let that affect my decision-making process. Despite mm. the fact most of my friends are like, it's really good. You should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the the trailer for the new Godzilla movie that's coming? Uh, did I watch the new Godzilla trailer? I don't think I have. Maybe I did. Uh, yeah. It's I feel like be... I must have. Anyway, so I got Monster Underworld. I am yeah. obsessed with it. It is so good. It's like such a weird... It's like a very Japanese game. Like all the not, not all, but the most of the the earlier Monster Hunters that came out were J- like uh, Japan releases only. Mhm. It's I, free? No, 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 no. What are you looking at? Underworld Online? <laughs> Play now. This sounds like a weird sex thing. 
the <laughs> Like Where do the, I sign up? Well, they have a real... 2015? Uh, yeah, they have a real basic WordPress site. I can tell you right now that is WordPress 2015. <laughs> <That> <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even change <laughs> the default color site. <laughs> like, that's the green, that WP 2015. Really? Yeah. Wow. No, Monster Hunter World was uh, it was on sale for like thirty two bucks. It was like half off or something like that. But yeah, there's like so it's like an it's an it's an RPG. I, I hesitate to call it an MMO because it's like if you do play with other people, the largest your party is going to be is four people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is like a gathering area. But there isn't like a like I feel like it's not like a if you go into a map, you're only in it with four other people. There are three other people, I mean. Okay. So there's only four of you total. So I, I like that. I hesitate to call it massive, but, you know, it is a online RPG, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so, like, the monsters are all huge. So there's, like, all these, like, I mean, there's, like, a few trash mobs that go around. But basically, every time you fight a big monster, it's, like, a 20-minute ordeal. Like, every, each one of them is, like, a boss fight. Really? And it is so cool. And and I thought I was going to... And so, like, uh, like when you start, I thought it was going to be, like, most RPGs or, like, most video games where, okay, like, you're going to choose a weapon. So you have, like, three or four options. You have something that's balanced. You have something that's fast but weak. Something that's heavy but strong and maybe a ranged weapon. There's right. 14 different weapons in this game that you can access from the get-go. Well-rounded? They're all viable. Like, I mean, I've only played with a handful, but just looking online... Uh, Everyone on, on, like, the Monster Hunter World forums or subreddits are, like, just pick a weapon you like because they're all viable. Mm-hmm. And some of them just have, like, a steeper learning curve than others. Uh, it took me a while to sort of figure out, like, I played around with a whole bunch of different weapons before I found one that really sort of, I was like, oh, okay, I get how to play this. Because some of them are a little more fiddly with timing than others. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Like, Sword and Shield, which is, like, the most basic one. And it feels like you shouldn't be able to kill anything with it because it's so weak. And it is it is fast but weak. But, uh, like, you can apply, like, elemental effects like poison or, you know, stuff like that, right? Yeah. And so if you can do that and then you can also smash things and, I don't know, whatever. It's, it's surprisingly, like, every weapon I've taken I've been able to, like, defeat monsters with. And I've played, I feel like I've put 30 hours in or something like that since Wednesday. I didn't do much this weekend besides play video games. Highly recommended. More pins. Have you ever played Kingdom Hearts? Why does that sound familiar? It's like a Disney RPG. Nope. No. Okay, so yeah, I I you recognize know what game it. I mean, yeah, I know what game you mean now, and I don't. No, I haven't. I'm always tempted to try it, but up until recently, I haven't been a fan of uh, JRPGs. <laughs> JRPGs, Japanese RPGs. Oh, and now you are a, a bit of one. Yeah, just with Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah, I don't have time for more games. Nope, I don't have time for Monster Hunter, but. Here I am. And we can ditch it. Okay. 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 We're ready to start a show. Are you ready to start a show? Are you ready for some football? 
Did you watch the Grey Cup? Nope. Me neither. I forgot it was actually on. I went to the I went to Walmart. I was gonna go buy some club soda. And it was a zoo because everyone was buying snacks for the big game. For the Grey Cup. And they were out of club soda. Out of, Walmart was out of club soda. Well, they didn't have any on the shelves, and I didn't see any sort of between the shelves and the door. <laughs> and I don't bother asking people for help in Walmarts, so I well, just went home. You shouldn't ask people for help in Walmart. Yeah. They're not there to help you. Legitimately, that's part of their business plan. They're not there to help you. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be able to find stuff yourself. Oh, wow. People on the floor in Walmart are yeah. to restock the shelves and oh. organize and clean up the shelves. I did not know that. That's oh God, have we been getting like weird ass double sound this whole time, guys? No, because I muted that. Okay, we're good. It's no one's mentioned anything. I so got I think accidentally. We're okay. Accidentally, I got that right because I muted my desktop audio in OBS. Success in spite of ourselves. Yes, despite my best efforts to sabotage us. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I'm gonna close that. I don't need that open. I'm going to close that because I don't think I need that open. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Bourbon and Zeppelin's episode seven. Yes. Take it away. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, everybody. It's episode seven of the Bourbon and Zeppelin's podcast presents podcast Kickstarter crystal ball podcast episode thing number seven. So you didn't like the way I said it, hey? Nope. All right. I don't think my way was any better. <laughs> it was arguably worse, but with more energy. Uh, you were just too subdued. Do, do yours again, but up. I'll give you some direction. I'm hey, everyone. Direct. Welcome to Bourbon and Zeppelin's podcast. <laughs> All right. That was up. That was, um, <clears throat> okay. That was Episode seven. This is definitely what I meant by up. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. I'm I'm David. I'm Jeremy. And uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, we're going to get uh, just business out of the way. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, and you'll understand why I say that in a second, uh, you can watch us record this live. And it's um, sometimes interesting, sometimes not. Uh, when we record this, we do stream it on Facebook. Uh, you can go to our website, bourbonandzeppelins.com. We have a link right there. Click the Facebook link. It will take you. To facebook.com slash bourbon and zeppelins. It's crazy how that works. You guys should totally do that. Um, also, if you're listening on the podcast and you want to subscribe and you haven't figured out how to do that in your podcast aggregator of choice, you can still go to bourbonandzeppelins.com. Front page. Whole list of places you can subscribe to the podcast. It could be Stitcher. It could be Spotify. It could be iTunes. It could be Google Play. It could be Google Podcasts. It could just be... Um, I'm a really advanced smart guy and all I need is an RSS feed. I don't need no stinking button to tell me how to subscribe to something. We have that there for you too. It's all in one handy dandy place on bourbonandzeppelins.com. We've covered all the bases for you. So, uh, please subscribe, uh, and, uh, you know, feel free to follow our Facebook page if you want to ever watch us do this live. Often it's Monday nights, m 8 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's any other day of the week. <laughs> Some, that's very true. Sometimes it's Thursdays. Sometimes it's we've, we've had a Friday. That was uh, an enormously long episode. 
Holy moly, we need to get better lives. And I was I was way too lazy to edit that down to something that was less than two and a half hours. I still cut out like an hour of audio. <laughs> and it was still, And I got tired of editing. So I was just like, whatever. It's two and a half hours now. This is a great podcast to fall asleep to, so don't listen to it while you're driving. Yeah, or do if you're on the bus. As long as you're not driving the bus. Don't drive the bus and listen to the podcast. All right. Uh, so for those on? of us, so for those of us, for those listeners who have never listened to us before, Jeremy, what what is this? Why are they listening to the show? This this is the podcast that no, this is the Kickstarter <laughs> Crystal Ball podcast. <laughs> what does that mean? That means we uh, look at uh, Kickstarter campaigns. Uh, usually ones that have just launched, and mm-hmm. we'll take a look at them. We will mm-hmm. apply our judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll say what we like about them. We'll say what we maybe think is uh, areas that they could have done better. Uh, we'll, ident- we'll try to identify any potential pitfalls that this campaign is uh, facing, uh, all with the express purpose of one day launching our own Kickstarter which will make us millions of dollars. Yeah, in like a decade or something. Kickstarter won't even be around by the time we finally launch a Kickstarter, I think. We might break Kickstarter. Oh, okay. That's, that's not what I thought. I just figured we would outlast Kickstarter. We're going to outlast Kickstarter. That's our express <laughs> purpose. All right. So first and foremost, uh, first, I guess firstly. We or foremostly. Foremostly? That's the first not, thing. That's definitely not a word. Foremostly. So for mostly, we're going to talk <laughs> about the Kickstarters that we talked about, that we found last week. And we're going to revisit them and we're going to see what they've been doing recently. Yeah, just jumping right into it, huh? Yeah. No, hi, how are you? No, how do you do? Well, we've been bumbling around for half an hour You can't already. even buy me dinner first? Nope. It's wham, bam, Kickstarter, ma'am. All right. Um... I don't know what order I have these in. So, the ones we've been talking about. Things we've talked about. Freedom Gate. All right. So, uh, to The recap. alternate search engine app and website. These are the guys that don't like Google because they think Google is censoring or somehow altering the results. So, they're going to do it their way. They're going to write a different algorithm that returns results in a way that they think is better. That pretty that much sums fits their worldview. That... Uh, They're going to return results <laughs> that they want to return. Well, okay, no. so it's another. The, the it's answer an- is actually that they're not going to do that because their funding was unsuccessful as of yesterday. Womp womp. Womp womp. They were asking for, oh, let's do this in America. Not Netflix, enough. $100,000 to start uh, a competitor to Google. And uh, they got $129 pledged to them. Uh, so, sorry, Freedom sorry, guys. Gate lovers. Uh, we no were Ooh, they have comments. I just want to see what the comments are. Uh, nope. Uh, these are boring because they are supportive. Amazing idea. I hope this <laughs> campaign is successful. Cool idea. I'll be following your progress. Wishing the project the best. Also, they didn't even have the URL. So they weren't going to call it freedomgate.com. Uh, Tracer. This one's based out of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. This one's uh, Edmonton. So uh, where we are. Near and dear. We are we are podcasting from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, North America. So this is a all-in-one shaving system for men and women. All-in-one. You can <laughs> use up to 40 different commercially available razor blade head things. The, you basically, yeah, you can 
buy whatever whatever's on razor. sale at the grocery store, I guess. Yeah, it'll fit on this handle. Yeah, this handle will take any or almost any a lot. I'll, this handle will take a lot of different shaving razor heads. Yes, is that? Uh, yeah, know. razor blade head thing. Cartridges. Razor blade head. Cart- razor blade cartridges. That that's what we're trying to. We figure have out. a word there. All right. Th- so this this product is going to be interesting. It's got eleven days to go. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's almost there. It it's almost so there. It's got. They're asking for thirty six thousand. They've got thirty one, just over thirty one thousand already pledged. Eleven days to go. Just shy of two weeks to go here. Uh, this is a project neither one of us were all that excited about. Um, nope. Economically, I don't understand how it's advantageous. Um, yeah, I don't so, think this is cheaper because the handle is expensive. It was like seventy bucks or something. Yeah, right? expensive. So I'm not sure exactly where they're where they're and anticipating this to be a benefit but lots of people seem to be glomming on to this idea they really like it i think i'm gonna get a straight razor for christmas like for suicide uh well i mean i guess we'll see how 2019 goes but i was thinking more along the lines of shaving are you a prepper (laughs) 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 is that what prepping a straight straight razor uh suicide prepper I don't know. Is what that it, a thing? I don't know what that is. That sounds awful. Oh, I mean, man. I guess if you're gonna, uh, maybe we should not be talking. Let's not about go that. down. The, let's <laughs> let's uh, take a hard left, please. You know. All right. Sorry, Boy Scout. Uh, My bad. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next one. Injustice. The twenty four seven attorney protection for Android and iOS. This is just an app where if you see something, you can like a cop doing something, you can film them, uh, or like you know, like see a cop. Uh, yeah, you like turn on beating someone up. Let's say open up this app. You the can. camera will get it on video. It'll start recording the evidence. It'll upload it to the cloud immediately. Mm-hmm. It'll also notify local. It will notify lo- somehow lawyers in your area lawyers will, will find be, out about yeah, it. Yeah, will be involved. That's uh, the idea. Yeah, all in all, a uh, good idea. The, and the idea is is born out of um, proper oversight yeah. for you know. Everyone, I suppose. Yeah, like it's, I, I, I like the idea. Um, good sentiments. Yeah, I don't think the plan. I don't think it's very well planned out. Uh, that's me. Uh, Twenty-two <laughs> hours to go. Twenty-two hours to go. It's not going to make it. They're asking for what is that in American bucks? One hundred and fifty thousand American. They've been pledged eleven dollars. So not going to make it. Um, but good sentiment. Great. This is a real shame. Great idea. I mean, well, it's not a shame that it's not going to get funded because it wasn't properly flushed Yeah, up. to I mean, be coming, fair, I don't think it was going to work. It's anyway, one of the but. things about Kickstarter that we're, I hope we're, we don't come across as overly critical, but because we both work in the tech industry and the development of these types of products, we know what's, you know, what's really involved when you have to roll up your sleeves and actually do the work. You tend to be really critical of apps because, um, like, I've built some and, you know, I've designed software and and you know jeremy yeah. deals with that sort of thing too uh so we know like looking at it there's better ways and faster ways to do what this guy wanted to do at least as like a beta right as like yeah. phase one um but yeah anyways uh didn't make it not i mean unless he gets an amazing push in the next 22 hours not gonna make it i'm not funding this one no <laughs> okay project v card this has nothing to do with your virginity Despite I didn't name. even put that together last week. 
Well, that's because you don't think about sex the same way I do. <laughs> I guess. I don't Apparently. Know. <laughs> I don't know. So these guys, uh, we didn't like this one because this is just an advertisement, as far as I can tell. Uh, they're asking for $108. That's it. Not like 108000 just 108 American dollars. 51 days to go. So we have to talk about this for eight more weeks. We have, who chose? Eight and a half more weeks. We got to start paying attention to how long oh these things God. go for. Well, it's a hundred bucks. I figured it would get funded in like a day. Because someone's going to throw a hundred bucks at this. Should I just fund it and and no. like so we don't have to talk about no. it? No, <laughs> no, because then we have to talk about it and yeah. Anyways, watch it. so it's at uh, was it forty two bucks? What is it? Oh, this is like Swedish money. What's an S? <laughs> uh, whatever I'll do, this, I'll do this in canadian uh, 103 canadian box. or 40 they've got 40 dollars canadian pledge which is not enough 51 days to go this is uh what is this like an address organizer thing for your phone so when you move you update something in one spot and then it gets sent out to other people who, who also have project v card on their phone it's uh yeah it's a global address yeah. book yeah uh, they're just a, they just want to know idea. who knows who that's all they want, really want to know. It's an interesting they're, they're idea. It up. Some security problems with it. Listen to our uh, podcast last week, and yeah, we'll that go was called uh, "Snowflakes, Men's Rights, and More." That's what you named our episode. Yep, I figured that would get a lot of people listening. <laughs> I want to go listen to it now. You should. You should listen to the first thirty seconds. You'll love it. I always. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what else we got? Quick the innovative M-Stone wireless charging padfolio 2.0. This AKA. is a padfolio with a bunch of pockets for stuff, and it has like a built-in battery. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're asking for 5000 American dollars. They've been pledged 4105 They're almost there, 22 days to go. Yeah, uh, I think this will go. Yeah, we thought that this would go. Yeah. We're, we don't want one ourselves. No, nope, not for us, but, We thought it was going to go. Uh, and then... Uh, currently, my my current favorite yes. Kickstarter, the Darkness Flame tracksuit. I highly recommend listening it's to last so week's episode, dark. or at least finding it. Go to bourbonandzeppelins.com. It's on the front page right now as we're recording this. Um, it's the name of the episode it has the word snowflakes in it and men's rights. So I'm sure you'll find it if you just search for that. Um, <laughs> the Darkness Flame Tracksuit. Collection of suede tracksuits embroidered with solid black dragons up the legs and down the sleeves. Logo on the front left chest. Men's and women's. Um, just check it out. Just go to Kickstarter. Search for Darkness Flame Tracksuit. I don't even care if you go to our website. Just go see this Kickstarter. It's amazing. Uh, the guy's asking for a thousand American dollars. They've been pledged one American dollar. Is there a con is there a comment? Uh, Did we get it? Was it a was it a comment pledge? No, I think that dollar was there last week. I think it was probably this guy or his mom or, <sighs> or something disappointing. Like Thirty six right. days to go, so we've still got uh, five weeks. We can talk about this at least. I'm gonna see if Heather will let me fund that one. <laughs> it's only a grand. Come on, only thirteen hundred dollars. And then we talked about Raven ever. last week, a 100% analog synthesizer voice made in uh, Austria. Yeah. Uh, we do love synthes synthesizer type thingies. Yay. Uh, so they were asking for, what was that? Oh, God, this is in euros. 38,000 euros. Um, they've been pledged uh, 22,709 euros. Oh, they might not make it. They have eight days to go. 
Uh, they got a week what's left. The percentage on that. Yeah, it's more than half, but it's not real close. So we'll see. I don't. I think they only gave themselves two weeks for this whole thing, right? Oh, is that all? Well, we only looked at it last week, but you yeah, picked I it, so I don't know if you. Picked I can't it remember. It out. Yeah, I guess we could take a look. <laughs> sometimes educated I, information. Sometimes no, I forget. Could, it. Sometimes I know where to look on the page for stuff, but sometimes I don't. I feel like they move stuff around all the time. Well, I already don't know when it got. All right, launched. whatever. It uh, not a big deal. Disappointing if it doesn't get funded. It uh, yeah, we both love it, and I really kind of want one. I just really I cool idea. I can't afford one right now. Yeah. I'll probably wind up with a Moog at some point. I have too many instruments. Did I tell you about the Kanjo? Yeah. I got. A, I, have a, I have an instrument called a Kanjo. It's like a banjo, but instead of having like a drum head on the end, it's got a, a soup can. It's basically a stick with a soup Shoved can nailed. A soup can. With the, no, the soup can's nailed to it. And then there's a, like one lone banjo string lonely string that goes from the end of the the closed end of the can all the way up to the head of the stick where yeah. there is actually a tuner there and then there's like there's some frets in between it's almost it is almost um a major scale they they actually add a note in there so you have to skip one if you want to play a major scale you can just play every fret except one it's got like it's not a st- like if you play guitar and you know like what a guitar fretboard looks like it does not look like that it is missing frets, um, but also you can't play a chord so who cares? Uh, fun, a lot of fun comes with a book. I can play um, a bunch of really ancient songs. Uh, yeah, that's almost exactly what it looks like. I think my can is smaller. That is a <laughs> that is a coffee can. I have like a a soup, soup can sized or like a beer can sized can on mine. Uh, and I, I don't think they're very expensive. They're fun. Fun. Get one for your kid. They're, you should get them. You should get one for each of your kids. They'd love it. You can have a a canjo band. Ugh, no. A banjo. I don't need more Wait. junk in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but it's for your kids. Kids don't have junk. It's my house. It's your kid's house. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies okay, and gentlemen. So got, uh, we have six Kickstarters lined up this oh, week. Oh, good grief! We can't go through them all. No, we sure can't. We sure can't. We uh, sure can't. <laughs> okay, so uh, two of these I didn't show you. So there's this one. Uh, tie Both. Introducing the Tie Both. First Tie Both. Th- well, it's it's only clear that it's the- Tie Both when you read the description, to be fair. Do you have, like, angry kids being goats? What? The angry high school kids, are they goats? Oh, uh, uh, no. But All right. the word both is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing the tie both. First tie that transforms into a bow tie. First tie that transforms into a bow tie. I assume they mean the Change first tie, tie that's not actually a bow tie that transforms into a bow tie. The first necktie. The, that can we just not... We don't have to do this one. I, I don't know why you're reading it out loud. I was getting well, you because, to look at it. We don't have to do it. Then there's this one. All right. New nappy design. A nappy that can minimize the okay, mess cool. running. So we're this, doing this one just based on the oh goal. Oh, my goodness. Okay, just we're, based we're on doing the goal that we're doing okay, that okay. I just I just looked at that. So we'll, we'll get rid of the Good tie Good grief. Rebench massage. 
massage bench, the first massage bench that you can just put next to your couch. Want to do that one? Um, this is German. Massage Hocker Zeichnungen. Zeichnungen. I don't uh, It's got a sexy lady in the picture. Yeah, that's doesn't make it better. Okay, we'll ditch it. We the actually ditch. curious card game. Uh, actually curious. This is the one where party game it's that like, gets, Oh, hey, yeah. This okay. might be interesting. That's going to be interesting. So we're we'll get the new, new heroes. heroes for but now I only yeah okay. I didn't read this one. This could go. Uh, oh man. Yeah, new yeah. heroes for boys, power for girls. This is real change. This is a, a picture books, uh, a set of picture books. Um, so just reading the title, this could go in any direction. Okay. Well, we'll do those three. So we'll we can maybe do that one if we have time. We yeah. We'll see. Okay. okay. So we'll start with this. Doesn't even really have a name. It's just uh, a kind of a description followed by another description. This is yeah, new <laughs> nappy design, a nappy that can minimize the mess runny baby poos make. So this I'll, is out of Australia, I'm assuming. Uh, Who else calls diapers nappies? The British. Do they? Yeah. I think it's like only North America that doesn't call them nappies. In English. But I could be really wrong. But I don't. Know. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. go around talking to people about diapers, allowing <laughs> parents to easily clean up with just wet wipes, and it has a patent number. What else are parents using? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. So I'll tell you right now. Eh, this Australia. is from Australia. You're right. So uh, I'll tell you right now. The reason that we're looking at this is because they are asking for 1.2 million Australian dollars. dollars. Which is bucks. yeah, which is almost 1.2 million Canadian dollars. Uh, it is a lot of money. This is one of the larger Kickstarters we've seen. I think I that's not. Um, and yet, I don't know that we've seen one that was like a million dollars. There was like that weird VR thing. I think maybe no, even that wasn't. A- yeah, like it no, wasn't asking oh, no, no, for no. near enough. There was that website. They should have been asking. There was for- that. There was that that outdoorsman's oh, yeah, website right. where that guy was. I think he was only asking for half a million, but it was still a an inordinate amount of sum of money for a, what was a website with a forum. Yeah, uh, so. I'm interested to see what he's going to use the money for. Uh, I'm interested what else he's using to clean up his kids' bums. Well, we'll watch the video. Yeah. I'm just going to turn on my... Play the video. Hold on. i got to try something a little different. I'm scared. I'm scared. We'll see if this works. No, you don't. Just real time, quick time out here. Absolutely, don't, you don't. That sounds like the opposite of true. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, guys. We're only a third of the way through this explanation. Why do we be like it is? Why can't it be like it is? 
why do we have to stop what we're doing? He's not wrong. Just so saying. Change his nappy. That's not a fancy so, one. So, um, started working at six months later. Uh, that's like a touchpad. Um, that a few prototypes. Keyboard looks weird. Tested it on my daughter and, you know, friends, kids, sons, and, um... I also think he's recording this at two in the morning because he's whispering. Body movement. Could be. Even the really, really rainy ones and the really, um, messy ones. Explosive or he's high. I made it to sitting down running around. He might just be Australian. Yeah, and, um, to the point where you can just clean it up with a wet wipe and get on with what you're doing. So, um, that's... Okay, another quick real time out here. Um... Real quick time out here. Uh, for those of you who are ever going to explain something to somebody, uh, realize that you don't have to tell us the same story three times to let us know that you can just use a wet wipe to clean a butt. Right? Like, we're two has minutes in. designed in, a wet wipe? We're, we're two minutes and 22 seconds into this video. All I know is he has friends who don't use wet, wipe, wet wipes, and he feels like they should. This is the worst elevator pitch ever. Yeah, you're killing me, dude. Killing me. We need funding to get started. I mean, <laughs> I just um, work from home and average guys like everyone else and don't have any experience in uh, factory machine making. I don't know. Oh, well, here's $1.2 million. Let's get started up. We've tested it. We know it works. We know parents want it. Um, I want it. I can't make enough of them to keep using them because I'm making my hand at the moment. But um, let's get this going. Let's see if we can um, share this product with all parents around the world. Thank you for listening to my story. That was a boring... Three minutes. And he hasn't actually explained what the product is. That was a very boring story. So I know it's got something to do with poo. And wet wipes, probably. Oh my gosh. Prototype gallery. View the gallery. Just explain what... What's the... It's a diaper. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. It looks like it's got hooks on it, like a cat's tongue. Um, yeah, sorry, I, I can't even really describe this to people who are listening to this right now. This, yeah. It's a diaper, like it's definitely the inside of a diaper, the crotchy part, and it's got, uh, like a separator. Oh, okay, I started to see. That looks super uncomfortable. So he's got some sort of weird uh, rope or bungee system set up inside the diaper, and there's a little divider in the middle that I assume separates the butt, the poop, from the everything junk. that's not a butt. Yeah, it's yeah keeping... Like, I can't imagine... I don't understand how your this child not, sits in this thing. This is not required. And it's not... And there's not just poop literally everywhere. Like, I don't... This... I really wish he had... <laughs> I'd almost rather he had, like, a practical demonstration. Well, yeah, like... Of like something in a diaper. And so there's okay. he's got a million not a million, he's got six. <laughs> he has six diagrams, all labeled with like <laughs> like a point like a two point font that I cannot read. Can't quite make out, but that's okay. Okay. Uh he's asking for one point two million dollars. Does he tell us what he's gonna use it for? Here we go. Uh oh, here hey, hey. about oh. it's an improved oh. nappy design aimed to provide busy parents more flexibility and freedom. That much we knew that. A nappy that uses an elastic hoist system of supports <laughs> and ergonomically designed perimeter seals to capture body movement and contain it in a chute compartment, the, a poop chute, uh, <laughs> to limit the area that the BM comes in contact with the child's skin, ultimately minimizing cleanup effort. There are strategically placed semi-rigid bumps and channels that allow flow of BM even while baby may be seated. The key to this invention is its flexible ceiling pad, which seats at its crucial spot 
and then along the natural curve lines extending to its anchor points, sealed and supported by progressive matrix of elastic hoists, which adjust pressure according to baby's movements or load in the nappy. Okay, I, so I, I, I kind of got that right. I want an elastic hoist system. For your poop shoot? Nope. <laughs> Not trying to reinvent the wheel. Prototypes were constructed by using the same materials of everyday nappies already on the market. In fact, all prototypes have been constructed by disassembling, modifying, and reassembling to specs as per attached plans. Oh, we have plans. You can just download plans and do it yourself at home. All right, then. Although my daughter won't directly communicate that it's comfortable, she didn't show any signs of discomfort while wearing latest designs. Fair enough. It's simple to use, just as easy as current nappies on the market. I feel like he could go get like an adult diaper and rig it up and sit down in it himself to test the comfort levels. I'm not sure that's required. I think it... I mean, if you can't get it from a baby... You... There are people who... My point is, there are people who wear diapers who can communicate clearly the level of comfort that they're in while they're sitting in a diaper. But does the comfort scale... I don't know. I mean, he could pretend to be a baby. He could, he could crawl around on the floor, butt scoot. I don't know what babies do. That's pretty you much know. what they do. Right? All right. Sit there. He doesn't have to, like, he doesn't have to poop himself. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you can sit down with this weird thing. The elastic hoist system? Your elastic hoist system that is wrapped around your junk. Yeah. And tell us, is it comfortable? This is this is testable is my my point. There are ways to research this. All right. Uh, simple to use as current nappies on the market. Yep, yep. He's looking to purchase. Here we go. A suitable size 3D model. Of? Of. Uh, baby? I don't, <laughs> now I'm confused. I'm currently looking to purchase a, a suitable sized 3D model, preferably made of soft material similar to skin, to demonstrate how this works in a video. And will upload as soon as ready. Because he doesn't want to use his daughter. Right. Okay. The th okay. The 3D model will also assist me to further fine-tune the product by putting the nappy through a series of dynamic tests, jumping, running, extra heavy loads, upside down. Again, this is all stuff you can do if you just put a diaper on. All right. I'm aiming to develop this to the point where it can be reliable enough that parents can go out with their child in confidence, armed with just spare nappies and a pack of wet wipes. No more emergency bathroom bum washes. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, need your help to set up, to fund this project? I would like to set up a small facility. I, ha I have a machine builder contact and hire enough staff to efficiently mass produce within reason and realistic capability, of course. The money I can raise, the more competitive and capable I can be. Thank you for reading my story. Risks and challenges. Here's Here we go. In the event that an existing nappy manufacturer presents a very attractive offer to buy out my invention, then I hereby pledge my promise that all donations will be paid back within reasonable ability and possibly with interest if allowable. Well, that's an interesting. That's. How long does that promise last for? Forever? Like if I kickstart him now and then 15 well, years no, later. Well, no, because there's got to be rewards on the rewards that you would realize, right? So Okay, so make a pledge without a reward. Uh $10. $10. $10. Uh $1, next, $1, next level up. 
Uh, pledge 1,000 Australian dollars or more. That is uh, almost a grand Canadian. Uh, R&D participation. You will be invited to participate in our mass brainstorm event during our R&D stage for aesthetic design of the product before production. Like, just make it look like a diaper. Like every other diaper. Oh, whatever. All right. Uh, sure. Uh, then the next step up. If you, if you, if you, if you don't want to... Thousand, like you want to do like more you than a really thousand. like it, and you're like, I want to do a little bit more than a grand. You can do ten grand. Uh, you can be an advert and sponsor, as well as being invited to participate in our R and D stage. You'll be invited to participate in our marketing advert to feature any person, company name, or logo of your choice as our main sponsor. I hope that it someone pledges, and those are the two reward levels. That, that's sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm not like interrupting this to. That's it. That's it. So you, you can, can pledge something and get nothing. Something and get nothing. Uh, a grand and have input on the uh, design. Or $10,000. To get like your logo put on it. It's like NASCAR. But with like diapers. Diaper NASCAR. Well, now you're onto something. I, I feel like if you just kickstarted diaper NASCAR, you'd probably get funded before this guy would. Put it on the board. <laughs> it's on the list. Diaper NASCAR. No one steal that idea. So, yeah. am, am, am I crazy? Tall. I feel like I'm being gaslit here. Like, <laughs> pledge levels for Kickstarter. A thousand and ten thousand. This guy's asking for one point two million. Well, I understand that there. He's trying to build like a whole factory. I understand that those that those pledge levels are congruent with his goal. <laughs> yeah. My point is, all three are banana cakes bonkers. Yeah. I mean, what he should maybe be pledging, and you you just have to have a real long lead time on it. Is just sell boxes of diapers. Okay, okay. Right, we got to be done this right away. But I'm just gonna say, also, I have a boy and a girl, and they are now no longer out of diapers. So I have run the full gambit with each of them. They're no longer out of diapers. They're back in. They're no longer in diapers. (laughs) See, I'm going crazy here. Yep. Neither of them are in diapers anymore. I have run the full gambit with a boy and the full gambit of diaper series with a girl. Yes. Neither one of them required 99% of the time anything more than wet wipes. Yeah. There was the occasional blowout where, I'm sorry, this will not help. Yeah. But no, boys don't have like some special poo ridges that... Yeah, I don't know what that guy's talking about. Uh, I, I think I know what he's getting at, but I don't agree with him. Well, <laughs> the, the, the point is the mom that he went out with is crazy and um, right. doesn't know how to clean their child. All right. You want to do this one? The Actually, actually Curious ga- Card Game. Sorry. I, no, that's okay. We could have right. done it together. I didn't know what was you happening. You bailed on me. I did. All I right. should have just kept Actually going. Curious is a party game that gets you talking about real shit so you can build meaningful connection with literally anyone. Only one connection, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this one's based out of New York, Brooklyn. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, so. There's a video. 
Video time. I'm Michael. I'm Megan. We're the co-founders of Curiosity Lab, the creators of Ashley Curious. Ashley Curious is a card game Megan and I created to bring people closer together. We were reflecting on the divisiveness that our country's facing right now, and we wanted to do something about it. So we were really inspired by the New York Times article about the 36 questions that means a lot. We thought maybe we could use that as an inspiration for a game that brings people together and breaks down the wall of this and this. Each game starts with a blue card. So these are the questions that you should be able to ask a stranger. They're pretty simple. The red questions are questions you might even have difficulty asking your siblings, your best friend, or even your brother. We created the first 50 decks of cards and sold out in one week. We got a ton of feedback from, from our friends and our uh, collaborators, and we decided to go for it and get some more. And now we're doing a Kickstarter campaign uh, to, to spread the word and bring people together. Help us spread love, one question at a time. Ah, crap. I actually like this one. I think it's interesting. I don't think it's much of a game. No, uh, well, it's an icebreaker game, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it's. I mean, it is what it says on the tin, I guess, right? Like, it's you uh, ask each other questions, uh, talking about real stuff. Uh, uh, we are Curiosity Lab, a purpose first marketing agency and think tank committed to helping organizations build community around their values and to creating a more diverse and inclusive advertising landscape. Well, I don't like these guys from that sentence. Hang on, sarcasm? No, I'm, I, I legitimately, I have. Really? What? This is, uh, like, I'm sure the product's fine. I, I, uh, I don't believe them. I don't believe anybody. Uh, Nobody could be that pure-hearted. The bastards. Uh, no, this is all marketing buzzwords to me. As soon as they tell me they're a marketing agency, everything that comes after it, I don't believe. <laughs> you don't believe anything that marketing no, people say. I work in marketing, so no. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're marketers. They must be full of it. Yes. I don't... Uh, like, right. okay. So are we going to pursue this? I'll, on I'll move past this though. <laughs> Cause otherwise we're just going to throw this out. No, no. I'm just saying I don't, you don't trust that they're okay. What don't you trust about this? Their, their, uh, motives or their methods. I don't trust. I, uh, I don't know. I, I honestly can't put my finger on it. I feel like stuff like this is cynical. Um, when we're, you know, we're a marketing agency and a thick tank, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's committed to helping organizations build community around their values. I that's, always think stuff like that is just cynical marketing well, garbage. That's, and I, that's I, the stuff that everybody says, right? We I know, all want and I, to. And it drives me crazy. Right. Okay. And fair I think enough. that's probably, and that's probably the thing that's really, that's my bugaboo, I think, is that that's little what's part in your there. Craw. And then they talk about creating a more diverse and inclusive advertising landscape. And I hate advertising. I don't think we need. You don't like I don't think we need okay. more. I know they aren't saying more advertising, but it sounds like more advertising. I don't want more advertising. Hmm. Do we so, need? Yeah. So you're really triggered by advertising. Hey? I really am. Okay. You know, like, like no question. I'll like straight up. I will own this bias. 
like I know that I don't like these guys because of that sentence. Because of sentence, you don't like these guys because of that word. Uh, well, it's it's mainly the talk, like I think it's garbage when people talk about we're committed to help or you know organizations building community around their values, whatever. Well, the point of that is because because how it, how else do you the good. The actual genuine agencies are going to say that, as will everybody else. So, yeah. how, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just what everybody says. Nobody yeah. says we're setting out to provide horrible customer experiences, right? So this is something that I've wrestled with as well. We all say that we're unique and different and we're, all, we're the best and we care and we put customers first. And uh, Yeah, I just don't so, believe that. I don't believe that organizations care about community. I, I really don't. Like, well, that's because you're a cynical bastard. Yes. Um, so, I think that I think an organization would say say or like, and I'm you know I'm, I'm sort of, I'm speaking a little bit broadly here. I'm saying all. I'm sure that I'm sure that I know there are exceptions to this, but I feel like most um, organizations would and like large organizations would at the drop of the hat do whatever it took to make money for their shareholders to make their to make their stock price go up. And right now to do that you have to say things like we care about community and we want to build community. Right. But if they don't feel like they have to say that then they won't. And that's the only reason right. that okay. or, right that's where my cynicism lay. Absolutely. And that's what bothers me because I don't believe it's sincere. Right. Now, uh, being at a firm that has put community before profits, mm -hmm. and I can show you books and I can show you activities that we've done that mm -hmm. have done that, um, I don't know. I. I'm not directly offended, but I like, well. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, I, I should speak. Uh, there are. Some, I'm going to be. I'll be a little bit. I'll be. I'll, I'll be a little bit more specific. I'm going to say, um, publicly traded companies. I think that's far more common. Yeah, even at publicly traded, I don't. How are you coming out to be the cynic, and I'm coming out to be the optimist here? Um, can you uh, <laughs> can you say that a hundred percent of publicly traded companies? Will I won't say 100 percent put profits I, above I, everything else? I would say if the current landscape wasn't about if there wasn't this large push of people who were discussing uh, diversity, inclusiveness, and community, mm. that they wouldn't care. I don't think it's a sincere yeah. belief. I for a lot of these organizations, I'm, I'm not going to say absolutely. all, but I'm going to say for a lot. I, and I would agree with you there, hundred percent. A lot of them, majority of them, vast majority of them, mm. I would, I would agree with you on. Um, uh, have you, have you read uh, "Losing My Virginity"? No, it's the Richard Branson. Oh no, I don't. Great book. Mm. Uh, and they, Virgin went public, and they yeah, could not stand it. I, I do and know that Virgin does. And appear to sincerely be trying to do things like to, to, to the tune well, of well, they they sacrificed to buy their company back. Yeah. So that they did not have to be beholden to shareholders. And yeah. that's 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 yeah, a sorry, very I, classic I, I, story. Yeah, I do know that Virgin is an, is is an exception of that. But there are. Yeah. So I wouldn't say all, but I will say that a Men. lot. Uh, it's it's a it's your it's, it's it's an insincere stance that they're taking i i think 
in my heart. You're suspicious. I am. Again, how am I the optimist on this? <laughs> Usually I'm the grouchy. Curmudge. Oh, it's well, it's because anyway, I'm it's an optimist they... about people and not about companies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. And I'm the opposite. Uh Actually, that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I figured this out. <laughs> uh huh. And further insight into, di- into the dynamics of Dave and Jeremy. Uh, anyway, so this was uh, right. inspired by Cards Against Humanity and the thirty-six questions to fall in love. Are you familiar with those thirty-six questions? Have you heard of that? No, but I'm gonna go look them up after. So it's really interesting. This is I don't know. This sort of came up recently, but I heard about this years ago. And it's 36 questions. To, it is what it says. It's 36 questions to fall in love. So the the, the idea not is... Not a clever title. If you right. uh, sit down with somebody, anybody, who you may potentially be romantically interested in. Right. And you guys sit down and you go through all 36 questions. If you make it to 36. Yeah. You will. It's like they say you... Like the the percentages are crazy. You will fall in love with that person. Really? Like, or with each other. Right. It's, and I, I don't know what all the questions are, but they they tend to be pretty personal and, or, yeah. you know, you have to have some sort of insight into yourself to be able to answer them. Well, I'm out. So I think it's a, like, that's why I sort of think it's a bit of a weird concept for a game. Like, what if you fall in love with everybody around the table? Like, that'd be well, they're not fun. trying to, they're not I know they're, I'm not, the I'm not trying, Well, I bet you they're using... It's, a lot of those questions and then adding a bunch of others. And I don't think, I think this is great. Like I, just I, I do like the idea of, of sort of forcing conversation, I guess, to go in a particular way. Uh, although, you know, like my friends and I talk about, uh, I guess we already know each other. We talk about, you know, things probably like this anyway at parties and stuff. Right. Yeah. Like you and I have conversations. I'm like, I was going to say, like we this. go, we go through a lot of these things. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess it's good as a, I bet you this would be great for, oh, oh yeah, it's on there. Corporate retreat. I was going to say this would be good for there like, like first day of, first day at work, you know, okay, everybody, let's, let's have an icebreaker. Cynicism yeah. growing. Yeah. That's just me. Uh, okay. Perfect for dinner parties. Yep. I guess if you don't know each other, if you already know each other, you're probably comfortable enough to start these conversations anyway. Uh, family gatherings. This sounds like a terrible idea for family <laughs> gatherings. I'm not going to lie to you. Because if there's some people that you don't want to love, it's your family. <laughs> well, it's just I, – I imagine you you maybe don't want to know the answers to some of those questions. Oh, maybe. your family's Yeah, concerned. fair enough. Uh, first and 100th dates. Yeah, probably great on dates. Yeah. Uh, corporate retreats. Yeah. <laughs> imagine there what kinds go. of office culture shifts would happen when your teams really start to see and understand one another. Uh, no, I, I don't think that's untrue. I, I, I'd actually – that'd be great. That might change corporate culture, which would be cool. Um, what kind of foods remind you of home? How, How to play. The game is simple. Four stacks of cards. Blue, the easy ones, ending with red, the deepest ones. Each round, one player picks a card from one of the stacks uh, and asks the others that question. Everyone gives their answer, and the card picker gives the card to the person they felt had the best, most open, heartfelt, honest, or funniest answer. See, that Those rule, are two very different things, because I play for funny. That rule does not really mesh with their goal necessarily <laughs> right like i think this is now a competition like yeah because like i play games and uh i'm the same way i would also probably go with the funniest answer yeah i 
I, that's what because, I default because, to. Because, I like, mean, especially, like, if you're with a bunch of strangers, you're going to try to joke stuff off. You aren't going to be giving... You, you want them to like you. Yeah. Well, and I think you and I, that's how we default. We want people to like us. That's how everyone sort of defaults. I mean... To humor? Well, I mean, just to having people want to like you, yeah. right? And you and I would, would do that with humor. Yeah. Like, I don't think... Like, if you're trying to win this game, I don't... Like, I, you, you sort of have to know the person who's asking the question. What are they like? Do they like funny answers or, or are they going to pick someone who's heartfelt or open or whatever, right? Like... Oh, I can manufacture the best sincere answers. Yeah, so you're like gaming stuff. Like, there's a lot of gaming that's going to go on. I mean, I get that it's a game. Right. But it's also the goal of the game is to... Win. Not be a game. Like, win. this game. Right? Oh, I see. Right? Yeah. It, is that completely mutually exclusive or ah uh, kind of like they yeah. oh get to know each other so, better i mean there's nothing that's stopping me from so examples from here what well you can keep score the game isn't about winning or losing actually curious is about getting past small talk really listening and building meaningful connection i don't honestly i don't know that this now i think it's about winning yeah like i don't think that this uh like this is a, a great goal and i love this goal uh i don't think that you just don't like them uh, no. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm cynical <laughs> about them, oh. but their game, like as, as it's been described in the previous paragraph, I don't think drives this goal. Like it won't, uh, you know what I mean? It's not going to accomplish what they're stating Yeah, their goal to be. Gotcha. I think it could, but it won't. It, would, it won't, like, especially if it's like, people who don't really know each other because they're yeah, going to be it, uncomfortable being honest that's why people aren't honest they're uncomfortable with it yeah it depends who's playing and and how i think the biggest thing it's going to depend on is how the game is presented and set up yeah if you have someone who genuinely is trying to present it to build deeper relationships with the people sitting around the table about to play this game it can it can fulfill that purpose yeah um I'm very curious that they use cards against humanity as an example because that is maybe revealing in ways that you don't want to well, be revealing about your character. It's and, it's an interesting I, I mean the reason I get it cuz it's uh it's easy. Right? Right. Like you don't you don't have to come up with like a real complicated rule set. All you need is a deck of all you need is this deck of cards. You don't need extra pieces or anything, right? Like so it's very simple. So I totally get why people copy cards against humanity and apples to apples it's the same way. Right. Right? Uh a lot because it's a very simple uh game cycle. I but again, I I don't think that they're the way they described that rule is going to drive open honest conversation. I think someone with some skill could take this deck of cards and present it in a way where it does do that, but you have to de-gamify it, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think yep. once you start like adding score to the mix, and I know they say you don't have to keep score and it's not about winning or losing, but as soon as it's you tell someone, as losing. soon as you pull a game out of the closet, and you go, hey guys, I got this new game. It's called uh, Actually Curious. As soon as you say game, it's about winning. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, how do I, I can win? win. <laughs> like I that's can the win first that. question, how do I win? Yeah. Right. Uh, anyways, yeah. uh, so they have a few frequently asked questions that I think are lies. Uh, what's the name about? <laughs> uh, name comes from asking yourselves, are we really listening with curiosity to understand one another? Or are we just listening to rebut? Also, you know, here at Curiosity Lab, we're always keeping it curious. 
Yeah, that was <clears throat> kind of horrible. Yep. Uh, okay. Tell, how did you create it? Same thing they already told us. They read that article about 36 questions to fall in love, and then they added some other stuff. Yada, yada, yada. How do you play? Uh, they already explained that. We, earlier, okay, we get so. that. Okay. Risks and, Risks and challenges. challenges. Created a limited beta run of the game. They were gone in one week. That's not a risk. Is that a challenge. risk or a challenge? No. Okay. Uh, we started to learn through additional playing and testing that some of the question levels were off. We had questions that might be better suited in a higher. Mo okay, so this is game theory. Uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, it's not even really game theory it's like a balance issue I guess some of the questions are harder than others and we had we thought they'd be easier we were wrong uh, we updated it and need the support of a community that wants to see this game be the best it can be with your pledges we'll be able to produce enough cars to start for selling for under $20 get the game in younger hands with less disposable income and start spreading this movement of love one question at a time isn't it like 36? Um, the biggest risk, getting your cards before Christmas. There you go. Oh. We need to reach 1,000 before getting the next, next batch printed. So if we don't hit that before December 10th, there's a good chance we won't be able to get folks decks in time to give them as Christmas gifts. I got news for you. Canada Post is on strike. We're yeah. not getting jack before Christmas. Yeah, it's not going to happen if you're Canadian. But they don't care about that. Um... Ooh, yeah, so that's the whole thing. Let's run through the. What are they asking for here? They're asking for not a ton of money. Oh, uh, no, that's fine. Three grand, it looks like. If I was scrolled up a bit higher, I could see the mm -hmm. hover. 2,500. Tw wow, our exchange rate's worse than I thought. Wow, that's bad. Uh, 2,500 American dollars. Uh, they have 606 currently pledged, 22 days to go. Is that December 10th? No, that's well past December. Well 10th. past December tenth. Um, all or nothing. Oh, December eighteenth. There we go. So they need they needed to be funded a week before they decided to run the funding in order to get it out for Christmas. Logistical problem. Anyways, uh, twenty five American dollars gets you a game and a handwritten thank you note. All right. Cool. Forty five American dollars gets you. Uh, let's make real talk go viral one buddy at a time for your pledge we'll send you two packs of the game uh, and, and one, one handwritten thank you note. <laughs> uh, 100 100 American dollars buckaroos uh, get real with your friends and family five copies of the game uh, a 30 minute curiosity lab phone consultation on any topic uh, your side hustle your dating profile your holiday shopping list anything you like baby uh, that I did. They wrote the baby, uh, handwritten and one handwritten thank you note. Two fifty. Uh, most curious giver. All the goods. Five decks of cards. Handwritten note. Thirty minute phone call, and a one hour curiosity lab consultation in person where feasible. So like a ninety minute phone call unless you're in New York, probably. Right. Uh, oh, someone someone backed, backed that, one. that one. So. Yeah, okay. All right. Cool. Interesting. So, so we've got four backers at 45, one backer at 100, and one backer at 250. So the question that we asked, did we, is this the first one we talked about? Yeah, we we didn't even bother with the oh, last one. Oh, we didn't one. bother with the last one. Okay, should this be on Kickstarter? Should this be on Kickstarter? Yes. This is the type of thing. Cynic or not, this is the type of uh, project. It's a game. I agree with you. Yep, should be on Kickstarter. You think it's going to get funded? Uh, I do. Uh, I do too. I think it's going to get kickstarted because it's a reasonable goal and good rewards for the uh, re for the funding levels that they've outlined. Yes, 
I think you're. I think you're right. Uh, uh, I don't like. I like. I say. I like the idea. Solid up. The I'm middle. just cynical about marketing. If it weren't for the fact that they were like advertisers, that. Dave would be all on board with this one. I'd be. Yeah. Like. I'd be happier about it. But those <laughs> those slimy advertisers that have sold their soul, they can't possibly be up to any good. <laughs> Literally not what I said, but okay. <laughs> I didn't say that was literally what I was just talking. It's curious that you identified with it, though. I, I, I didn't. I just thought you were trying to paraphrase something I said earlier. Why would you think that? I was just saying words. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hmm. My problem's not so much with marketers, but the people they work for. <laughs> no, the people they work for. Uh, often. Often yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So sometimes you got to make a buck, right? On to uh, new heroes for boys. Power, Power for, for girls. girls. This is real change. You should read the things. So I've got to switch. Screens. All right. Gorgeous, life-changing picture books for a new generation of kids, plus a book for book promise to fight illiteracy, change the world. Cool. Okay. This so one has a vigil. Let's play the video this and a, see This is if... a long page. Look at that. Holy moly, this will scroll for a while. All right. Let's see what we got. We should probably read this. Uh, what if books can change the world? Research says they can, and with your help, they will. This is animations with rainbows. Hi, we're David, Stephanie, and Tucker, and we're the founders of Bushel and Peck Books, a revolutionary new book company that's taking illiteracy head on. Our family loves books. I like books. I work as an author, as an illustrator, and I also help start one of the country's fastest growing publishers. But here's the problem. Too many kids don't have access to age-appropriate books. Your average middle-income child owns about 13 books. But in low-income neighborhoods, that ratio dramatically changes. Just one book for every 300 kids. Study suggests that without books in the home, kids are at risk for falling behind in reading levels and dropping out of school. But if we can change the availability of the books, we can change their futures. To do that, we're launching Bushel and Peck Books, an exciting new kids' book company built upon our Book for Book promise, which says that for every book we sell, we'll donate a book to a child in need, one for one. Now these aren't your average children's books. We've worked for months, carefully crafting each book to be among the finest, most powerful books in the world. First up is Real Heroes for Boys, an inspiring collection of true stories that counters toxic masculinity and instead teaches our boys what real heroes really are. Each person featured in the book is beautifully illustrated by an international artist and also promotes essential values like empathy, courage, kindness, and integrity. The cover has beautiful gold foil, die cut holes, a ribbon to mark your place, and a luxurious matte finish. Next is Yes You Can, an outstanding introduction to 1,000 women lays the trail for girls in every field. The book is stunningly illustrated with hundreds and hundreds of incredible women from all over the world. Then there's the Interactive Constitution, a fully interactive introduction to the U.S. Constitution. The book is packed with flaps, wheels, sliders, 
and even color-changing vocabulary words that bring the Constitution to life like never before. There's never been a book like this. Finally, we have Songs for Sweet Dreams. Remember this CD? It was the number one gift for baby showers for years. For the first time ever, these songs have been paired with a board book to make bedtimes magical. It has gorgeous illustrations, a soft padded cover, gold foil embellishments, and of course, the 10 beloved Grammy-nominated songs. Each of these books will be marked with our gold book-for-book book seal to tell customers that buying a bushel and peck book moves another child one book closer to a better future. We've secured distribution and are prepared to ship these books to retailers and bookstores all over the world. We just need your help to make it happen. Please support us today and help us rewrite the future for millions of kids. Thank you. Okay, so it's a kid's book thing. One sort of targeted at boys, one sort of targeted at girls, one, and then uh, one targeted at babies, and one targeted at uh, everybody. Politicians. Kids, yeah, future politicians. People who but need to know about the Constitution, I guess. Frankly, existing politicians. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, to be fair, to be a politician, apparently in the States, you don't need to know anything about the Constitution. Exactly. Anyway, uh, so they're launching a full publishing company. Well, yeah, so it sort of sounds like got, the guy has done this before. They've got their initial uh, initial books, initial publications. And yeah, and these books look done, right? Yeah, like, so they're, they're ready to go. They just need to now uh, print them, launch, I guess. Launch them out. Every year, hundreds of children's publishers produce millions of books for kids. Uh, here's the problem. Most people in the world can't afford them. So I was going to be sort of snarky in the middle of it when they were talking about how, like, kids don't have access to books. And I was like, ah, public libraries, uh, which is, you know, true to an extent. Like, there are places where they just don't have access to public libraries. And I just feel like maybe just yeah, we should fund more libraries. But he's right. Having books in the house is, is very helpful. So I was I, absolutely. I was taken back my my snark there. But uh, my point still stands. We should build more libraries. Uh, especially in low-income neighborhoods. That average blew my mind. One book for every 300 kids. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bet vital parts of my anatomy on that stat because I don't know where he got it from. But I'm not, I'm not gonna say it's wrong. Yeah, it sounds like a little bit like cherry picked. That's unbelievable. A little, so I, a little massaged. It sounds like to me anyway. But, but in any case, I, I definitely understand that sure, low-income neighborhoods. Not uh, a lot of books there. Not a lot of books, not a lot of access to books. Um, and even even if there's a library in the neighborhood, doesn't necessarily mean that the parents have the time to get the kids to the library. No, right? ab I mean, ab absolutely. That's why, which is yeah, why yeah. I was like, yes, having books in the house is also very important. Yeah, that's hugely important. Um, this is an interesting campaign because the 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 product is the product's done. They're they're looking to launch the company around the project. The product. That's how it looks. Yeah. Right. Having said that, uh, he doesn't work in advertising, so he's totally trustworthy. <laughs> and the whole everybody like, works in advertising. Trust nobody. Everybody works in advertising. What do you think about the whole one for one? I like it. I I do too. I love it. I I want some more of it. Yep. 
Uh, so how it works is a publisher will sell our books in diverse sales channels all over the world. Uh, we're already secured we've already secured distribution through one of publishing's top distributors. Every year, we'll tally the number of books we sold across all channels. We'll then ship that exact same number of books to one or more literacy foundations. Those books will find their way to low-income neighborhoods, homeless and displaced kids, and even libraries in Africa. Uh, their There's goal is one million books sold and donated by 2030. I feel like that's a low goal. Uh, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Like I, I sort of feel like it is too. But having said that, I don't remember the last time I bought a book. But uh, yeah, yeah, I use libraries. Actually, that's well. I bought a bunch. Uh, I bought a bunch of books today, actually, in digital format. <laughs> exactly. Now. That's obviously that's included in this. Um, Sorry, did they say they had digital stuff? Well, they're mentioning Amazon, so yeah, you can buy real books on Amazon still. Yeah. Oh, well, and actually, uh, I take that back because of the format of these books and the whole the the way that the yeah. objective is couched. Uh, I think they're talk. I think they're talking about exclusively print books. Uh, but who knows? Anyway. Uh, the books look great. What do you think about them? The boy book and the girl book. Uh, so it's it's going to cause issues for some people. I can guarantee they're gonna you that. They're going to be, and you know, I already I can already see what the issues are going to be. You know, um, they're going to be people who are saying, "Well, why do why do boys only get fifty and girls get a <laughs> thousand? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that'll be one thing people. Can and then there and there are going to be people that say, "Well, why do boys get fully?" Um, fully you know flushed out stories mm -hmm. and from what i saw girls just get a picture and like a little blurb about who that that woman was right right there yeah yeah so um because to fit a thousand in that book they don't get much more yes than that. it's not so, going to be a thousand pages long so there are going to be people that take issue with both books for completely silly reasons yeah, that actually wasn't even the the things that I was thinking of. But yeah, you're absolutely right. That, that will... like those are the first things that I hear people complaining about, which is which is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. um, there there are so many wonderfully amazing role models, male and female. Yeah, throughout our history, like we should be exploring all of those. Mm -hmm. Um. Are, yeah. They did get nice illustrations, though. That's for they sure. did. The books look wonderful. Like they look great. Uh, both of them do. Uh, the interactive constitution. It's cool. That's. I mean, it doesn't really apply outside of the states, but whatever. I mean, I get it. <laughs> Absolutely. For you, those of you in the states, we love you, but we're in Canada, yeah. and we don't understand uh, what the constitution's good for. I would never. <laughs> It just doesn't apply to Canada. Is all we have around. Yeah, what there. did I say? <laughs> uh, songs for sweet dreams. Uh, ten original lullabies to make bedtime magical. Wonderful. Yeah, great. That idea. That looks awesome. And yeah, in those formative years, like the one and a half to three years old, uh, so cool. Well, they have a nice big graphic of all of the reward levels. It looks like. But wow. I'm not going to yeah. read all those. Uh, we'll do them. Oh God, is that a thousand bucks? Or is that a hundred? That was a thousand. A thousand bucks. Put me in a story. A likeness of your child is one of our characters on one page on one of our first four books. So I guess the books aren't finalized. No. No, I guess <laughs> not. So 
And that's a great goal in there. Yeah, that would be cool. Someone will definitely do that. I hope so. I hope this gets funded. Yeah, me too. I'm I tipping think my hand on this, idea. but so uh, okay. So, do you think this should be on Kickstarter? This absolutely should be on the Kickstarter. <laughs> this is like I said in the beginning. This is a unique. Um, maybe it's not as unique because, like you said, you know the books aren't. It doesn't look like the books are totally finalized. Uh, they do have the whole product flushed out. It looks like yeah. Uh, they've got everything ready to go, and and they're looking for they're looking for seventy five thousand bucks. Yeah. They've got almost 15. Yeah. 12 shy. So, yeah, I think I think this is good timing for them because I think people going into Christmas will. 24 days to go. Well, yeah. yeah. It's not going they to. They won't get it for Christmas. They won't get it for Christmas because it, it finishes on the 21st. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is when people are, are shopping and, and looking for things oh, like for sure. this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So even if they don't get it for Christmas, there will still be people that that order it. Oh. So we'll go through the pledges real quick. Uh, five bucks gets you your name on the website's wall of gratitude forever until our website, until I stop paying for the website. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, 20 bucks. The early bird. Any one of the hardcover books save 20%. Plus we'll donate one book for a child in need. Uh, and your name on the wall. On the wall. Uh, right. 25. Book lover. Uh, same as before, but you're not getting the 20% discount. Uh, 48, uh, two books, say 5%. So we'll donate two books for kids in need and your name mm-hmm. on the wall. Uh, the math on that seems a little wonky to me. So why wouldn't I just buy two single books? But whatever. Uh, uh, pledge 49, Christmas Express. These ship by the 14th of December. There you go. So, so, how do they does that do they only ship on the 14th if they've met their if they're going to fund that's a good question like what happens if they i don't know what happens if i pledge this and that's a really interesting question oh uh, i'm like we should probably read it'll uh, tell us it doesn't not yet anyway it says note in order to hit the date we must receive your child's name by 12 10 because they put your kid's name in it Huh. Personalized oak, oh, personalized creative notebook, a tree planted in your child's honor. That's cool. And other goodies to inspire creative young minds. Yeah, I'm curious to know, like, if it's not funded by the 14th, do they ship it on the 14th? Yeah, because they may not get any the of that money. Bibliophile, uh, mix and match any four books, save 10%, donate four books, get your name on the wall. 100 bucks, uh, the other Christmas special. One-on-one phone call with the authors, a tree planted in your child's honor, a personalized booklet on writing and illustrating, a customized hero poster with your kid's photo, hardcover book of your choice, one book sent to a child in need, personal letter from David and Stephanie, three inspiring quote cards, a chance to vote for renaming here, or sorry, to vote for the remaining heroes for two of our books, <laughs> and your child's name or initials listed on our futures, future authors page. And they've got three backers on that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's a good gift for a kid. Absolutely. Um, 188 American. Ten books of your choice. Ten books sent to kids in need and your name on the wall. 500 American. Your name printed on the book angels page of every book. Uh, Ten books sent to children in need. Ten books for yourself and your name on the wall. Thousand bucks. Ten books. 
uh, of your choice, 100 books sent to kids in need. Look at that. Uh, a likeness of your kid is one of our characters and your name on the website's wall of gratitude forever. And your name printed on the book, Angel's Page of Every Book. Uh, the early birds are gone. Uh, 31 backers uh, for the early bird. Those are done. Uh, and the other one, 25 bucks for a book and a book and a name on the wall. Those are all gone. Four backers there. And those are actually like time based, I think, because those would be weird numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and 48 bucks, the bookworm, uh, two hardcover books, two books into kids in need, name on the wall, no longer available at six backers. So they have a $90 one. Uh, also no longer available. These are all just analogs of other ones, but I think they were like 5% cheaper than the other ones. Right. Something like that. So we both agree that this, this should be on Facebook. definitely should be there. Um, yeah, they have stuff. They're just looking to get money. I basically. don't know if it's going to get funded. I hope so. 24 days to go. Um, when did they launch? Today. They launched today? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good chance. I think, they're, I think they are going to get funded. Uh, oh, wait, you it found makes this me one, happen. right? So I don't know when it funded. I don't know when it, <laughs> when it launched. I don't know. Um, uh, it usually tells me, but I never, I always forget where it says. Oh, comments, eight comments. Let's see if they're any good. Thanks. I would like to buy four books. Is there any way to get an early bird discount of four instead of just one? Uh, could you put an update detailing the literacy foundations you'll be donating to? Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be awesome. Best way to buy just three books. All right, so this is a bunch of questions from some dude. Same dude. Yeah. And they have an update. Oh, so okay. I guess they did not launch today. Thank you for an explosive first forty-eight hours. So that was on the twenty-first. So I guess they launched on the nineteenth. Would you believe it? In just forty-eight hours, we raised almost ten thousand with over one hundred and fifty backers. Not only that, we've quickly risen as the top publishing project on Kickstarter. So that'll help. Uh huh. Okay, I think they're going to get funded, and it makes me happy because it looks like they know what they're doing, and that's <laughs> yeah, important. like they seem competent. The books look good. Competency l- is a tough commodity on Kickstarter. Sometimes uh, the books look good, the idea is good. I love the book for book thing, uh, and sometimes ten book for book thing. Ten book for book. Uh, yeah, I like it. This is I like things where. It feels like they're trying to like actually help people. As long as they're not advertisers. I don't feel, this doesn't feel cynical to me. Right, because they're not advertisers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play with that one for a long time. That's fine. I'm in marketing. I, I You got to own it. <laughs> Marketer's job is to convince you of things that aren't quite true, that aren't quite qu- real. That aren't quite true. They aren't All quite right. real. Good enough. We have to convince you of sincerity. That's all. Yeah. And sometimes the sincerity is not real. And there you have it. <laughs> That's where my cynicism lay. I gotcha. So that brings us to the end of episode number seven of the Bourbon and Zeppelins podcast thing. Kickstarter crystal ball podcast episode number seven. Show. Show. Faux show. Uh, for those of you who have been listening to the audio-only version of this, thanks for doing that, first of all. Uh, secondly, I hope that you've subscribed. If you haven't subscribed, if you haven't figured out how to subscribe, go to bourbonandzeppelins.com. On the first page, there's a whole bunch of links there uh, that show you where to subscribe. Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Google Play. Yeah. 
Maybe you just want an RSS feed. We got that for you too. You can do that there. Wherever you, that. you get your i your wherever you get your podcasts from. Absolutely. Um if also you're listening, you're still just uh, an audio only person. Maybe you want to watch us record this live. You can do that. Uh I'm not going to tell you when cuz we don't always we don't know when. Know. A little bit of a surprise for us sometimes. Uh if you follow our Facebook page, facebook.com slash bourbon and zeppelins, or go to bourbonzeppelins.com while you're trying to figure out how to subscribe to things, there's a link at the top that says Facebook. Click on that. That'll take you to our page. Follow that page. Like that page. Share that page. Do all those. Comment on the page. Whatever. Do all those things. And you'll get a random notification that a show has yeah, been there's, scheduled. There's a, all of our calls to action that we could possibly have. Yeah. So thanks for listening. If you're on Facebook, thanks for watching. I've been David. I'm still Jeremy. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Later. That's the end of the show. <laughs> I don't know who I said that to.